0: Hello, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Today is the October the 20th, day 293 out of the year, and we're reading from Acts chapter 9, verse 1 to 19. Let's begin with the reading from the Bible. Saul's conversion Meanwhile, Saul was uttering threats with every breath and was eager to kill the Lord's followers. So he went to the high priest. He requested letters addressed to the synagogues in Damascus, asking for their cooperation in the arrest of any followers of the way he found there. He wanted to bring them, both men and women, back to Jerusalem in chains. As he was approaching Damascus on this mission, a light from heaven suddenly shone down around him he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. And the voice replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. The men with Saul stood speechless, for they heard the sound of someone's voice but saw no one. Saul picked himself up off the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he was blind. So his companions led him by the hand to Damascus. He remained there blind for three days and did not eat or drink. Now there are, now there was a believer in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord spoke to him in a vision, calling Ananias. Yes, Lord, he replied. The Lord said. Go over to Straight Street, to the house of Judas. When you get there, ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul. He is praying to me right now. I have shown him a vision of a man named Ananias, coming in and laying hands on him so he can see again. But Lord, exclaimed Ananias, I've heard many people talk about the terrible things this man has done to the believers in Jerusalem. And he is authorised by the leading priest to arrest everyone who calls upon your name. But the Lord said, Go, for Saul is chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to kings, as well as to the people of Israel. And I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. So Ananias went and found Saul. He laid his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road has sent me so that you might regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Instantly, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptised. Afterward, he ate some food and regained his strength. This is the word of the Lord. Here ends the first reading. Now let's turn to the New Living Translation. Gentiles to belief. Why was Philip suddenly transported to a different city? This miraculous sign showed the urgency of bringing the Gentiles to belief in Christ. Azotus is Ashdod, one of the ancient Philistine capitals. Philip probably lived in Caesarea for the next 20 years. Saul, later called Paul, was no zealous was so zealous for his Jewish beliefs that he began a persecution campaign against anyone who believed in Christ followers of the way. Why would the Jews in Jerusalem want to persecute Christians as far away as Damascus? There are several possibilities one to seize the Christians who had fled. Two, to prevent the spread of Christianity to other major cities. Three, to keep the Christians from causing any trouble with Rome. Four, to advance Saul's career and build his reputation as a true Pharisee, zealous for the law, to unify the fractions of Judaism by giving them a common enemy. As Saul travelled to Damascus pursuing Christians, he was confronted by the risen Christ and brought face to face with the truth of the good news. Sometimes God breaks into a life in a spectacular manner and sometimes conversion is a quiet experience. Beware of people who insist that you must have a particular type of conversion experience. The right way to come to faith is in Jesus is whatever way God brings you. Damascus, a key commercial city, was located about 150 miles northeast of Jerusalem in the Roman province of Syria. Several trade routes linked Damascus to other cities throughout the Roman world. Saul may have thought that by stamping out Christianity in Damascus, he could prevent its spread to other areas. Paul refers to this experience as the start of his new life in Christ. At the centre of this wonderful experience was Jesus Christ. Paul did not see a vision. He saw the risen Christ himself. Paul acknowledged Jesus as Lord, confessed his own sin, surrendered his life to Christ and resolved to obey him. True conversion comes from a personal encounter with Jesus Christ and leads to a new life in relationship with him. Saul thought he was pursuing heretics, but he was persecuting Jesus himself. Anyone who persecutes believers today is also guilty of persecuting Jesus, because believers are the body of Christ on earth. Not him, Lord, that's impossible. He could never become a Christian. In essence, that's what Ananias said when God told him of Saul's conversion. After all, Saul had pursued believers to their death. Despite these understandable feelings, Ananias obeyed God and ministered to Saul. We must not limit God. He can do anything. We must obey and follow God's lead, even when he leads us to difficult people and places. Faith in Christ brings great blessings, but often great sufferings too. Paul would suffer for his faith. God calls us to commitment, not comfort. He promises to be with us through suffering and hardship, not to spare us from them. Ananias found Saul, as he had been instructed, and greeted him as brother Saul. Ananias feared this meeting because Saul had come to Damascus to capture the believers and take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. In obedience to the Holy Spirit, however, Ananias greeted Saul lovingly. It is not always easy to love others, especially when we are afraid of them or doubt their motives. Nevertheless, we must follow Jesus' command and Ananias' example, showing loving acceptance to other believers. Although Acts makes no mention of a special filling of the Holy Spirit for Saul, his changed life and subsequent accomplishments bear strong witness to the Holy Spirit's presence and power in him. Evidently, the Holy Spirit had filled Saul when he received his sight and was baptised. See the second note on chapter 8 for more on the filling of the Holy Spirit. Here ends the second reading. Let us pray. Lord, we praise you for this message of hope. Lord, we know that if you can save Saul the Jewish man who was hell-bent on persecuting Christians, followers of the way, then, Lord, we know that anything by your name and Holy Spirit is possible. Through you and by you, we know that our belief is on solid foundation. We have faith and we trust in you, Lord, we know That with faith, all things are possible. Lord, we know that Saul was converted by the Holy Spirit. He was able to see again when he was baptised. Lord, he glorified your name in the end and you did not doubt him. Lord, this day, don't doubt us. Know that we will stand up, stand strong, with courage for what we believe in, for what we know to be true. Lord, help us this day. We set our intention this day for peace, productivity, joy, optimism, affection, kindness, compassion. Lord Jesus, we know and we love the fact that you are guiding us.